You're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Join Moya and Kumo every other Wednesday as they share their unfiltered views and debate on topics with guests from issues making the headlines to topics generating buzz in the group chats. Make sure to share the episode with a friend and rate us if you enjoyed it. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind? And of course, you can listen to all our episodes on our website, listen to gcr.com. Just go to shows and you will find Free Your Mind and everything related on there. The next episode starts now. Hello, guys. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Free Your Mind. I'm your host, Kombo. I'm here with Maya. Now, Maya, oh, what are you doing? Please. Ghana School of Law. I'm blaming everything that happens to me on the Ghana School of Law. Ghana School of Law. You put your entire home. I profession challenge. You put your entire house. I haven't slept in over 24 until I slept this after. I hadn't slept in over like 30 hours. So I was like, my body was weak. So I decided to drink apple cider vinegar, <sighs> lemon, and honey to kind of like revive me. But yeah. Guys, don't become a lawyer. It's a scam. You don't even get a lot of money when you first start. Like, all of them, they are trash. Please, go and find a sugar daddy or a sugar mommy. Thank you very much. Or do food. Thank you. Wow. Is this, is this, is this the yeah. advice you have for the youth with what is yes. happening in the headlines? You yes. The because youth. they said that, of course, we need, or is it respectable jobs or whatever? Fuck it. Please. Go and, go and do, go and do food. Thank you wow. very much. Wow. But yeah, um, welcome to another episode. Um, here with Maya, I have a guest. Um, on today's episode, I'll allow him to introduce himself. My name is Smiley. If you listen to the After the Whistle podcast, you've probably heard my voice there before. That's Dominate it. the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie, yeah, I will bring you guys. I will bring you guys one by one. They can't talk. Like I don't say crack. Crack yeah. won't, crack really won't crack, come crack will get plenty to stop because he's talk by this day hard every day he gets some agenda hey <laughs> no be everyday sports even though we did check on our best on the side but no be everyday ah. sports so <laughs> we brought him to yeah my is not part of the bed i beg this one, I began oh my goodness, Kumo, I don't know so. if I've told you this before. I was telling people that there's a way to bet without losing out on, like, your money. Yeah, I told you this. Yeah, you told me about, you told me about that thing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Smiley, yeah it's so interesting. Just... I used to do that in school. <laughs> yeah, I'm very interested. <laughs> I think after, I, yeah, I think after that, she explained to me, it actually be, then it'd be cool. It'd be, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense for her. I think after the episode, maybe you explain to him. Yo, please don't, please don't bet, don't gamble your your life savings away, please. At this time, at this time, it's too late. Do you know how many years you've been in business? It's a business. So for today, for our first segment, so we call the first segment Ghana Must Go. In Ghana Must Go, our guests would share aspects of our culture and lifestyle. Basically, everything that has to do with Ghana that they feel must be abandoned or archaic. So, I don't know, ladies first or guests first. Have you seen the eyes of the <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, so 
because of that eyes let's let's do our guest the anna so our first guest for the season smiley um ghana must go Hmm. If you give it to me, we are abandoning everything because Ghanaian culture the ball. <laughs> you got as a boy. Like the way you pick and choose what kind of, the way you pick and choose what you like and what you don't like. You know the whole thing, like ninety percent is rubbish. But because uh, honestly, I feel like I was born in the wrong country. I, oh my god! Plenty things about Ghanaian culture. <laughs> There's plenty things about Ghanaian culture that I don't like. Like the minor, minor things, like even when you are going to eat your food and someone says, uh, Hey, am I invited? Are you invited? There's a food for you. Ah. I, can, I can feel the pain. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or when you're eating and they come and say, Oh, you're enjoying. So, like, Ghanaian, like, Ghanian, not just the culture, but like the habits, the mannerisms, a lot of things yeah. just piss me off. So. I, yeah, Miku, I, I, so you are saying Miku put everything for Steve inside, right? Do everything away. I can't even laugh. Yeah, I think for me, it's just how like <laughs> adults feel like we should relate to them. Like that one really, really annoys me. It's really annoys me. So that's one. Mm-hmm. And our education system, of course, because I know our culture is heavily in infused like they've put the culture and education system together like as in they've tried to marry them those two things have to go they have to go like bye-bye we don't want you anymore we don't want you anymore thank you you should even call it ghana must go because ghana must go there is a perception that it may come back because when people are doing ghana must go they'll bring their ghana must go back like their bag back <laughs> we don't want the ghana must go it must go finish finish forever wow. So we need to revise. We need to revise no. the episode name. Eh? Okay, we'll do oh. that. The segment name. We we'll revise. It's, it's it. very sad because it. sometimes, yeah. like <laughs> you, like you, you are hoping like for the best for your country. Like, oh, your country is this. Your country is that. You know, but there's nothing good about Ghana. The past two years, there's nothing good about it. Like really, truly, there's nothing good about it. There's nothing good about it. Mm-mm. No. Wow, 100 percent, 100 percent. Right, Charlie. We, we, I think that we are all on the same plane. Me, the only thing I'll say is short. We should stop glamorizing. Oh my god! Work. Like Charlie, we didn't like. Oh we my didn't god! Like that too much. Oh my god! Like we didn't like that. Oh. Suffering, it's suffering that they glamorize. Oh, suffering, oh. yes, suffering. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about like, that. Yeah, when we. Our, our time our time was like this so you two you should be like this or like when maybe somebody is rich and like that, that person is taking care of their kids or maybe that the person is giving their kids access to be like oh you are spoiling the child and, and all of that like let the child to so far don't give the child a car like those things Charlie, we should stop it <laughs> like that mentality is not good it's not good at all I guess we want to put the whole Ghana in. Okay, see, but if you are listening so. from me, that's right. Don't, don't mind us. Like, Ghana is very good. Like, when you come here, you, you really, 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 really experience good things. You benefit. Like, if you are listening from me, like, please don't mind us. Like, we are very cynical, but, like, Ghana is actually very good. Ghana is very good. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm the same person I told that my, my Nigerian friends came and they said that they can't believe this Ghana. So, we are really, really, really. Oh, that one yeah, is one of those things that they are having. It's normal. Let them be here for like one year. Then they go over them. Ghana. Please, please. 
See, I know that we have a lot of diaspora and demographic. If you want to come here, fine. But please weigh your options well before you come. I beg you. Otherwise, you run away. If you don't mind homo, don't mind homo. Flores, 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 before you come here. You know, yes, they like our culture, our culture, but like, you'll be fine. Uh, Unless maybe you are connected to these big, big people, then now are you there, you you, you move. Or you are white, you you move. Now they go put you for motorcade inside and drive you to the president's house. Yeah, guys, before we go on to the next segment, you can listen to the Ethical Fashion Initiative podcast series 2 on all podcast platforms. You can catch the next episode featuring Virgil Abloh where he speaks on the value of social media and fashion. We will put a link in the episode description. I exist to, to say, hey, the, the artist with a capital A and designer with a capital D can be different, but they can also operate in a different way. So my practice since the very beginning is open source. It's educational while it exists. You know, I give out the codes. I do these sort of talks. It's a mentorship by existing. Not Ooh, what a beautiful not phrase. Mentorship by existing. It's beautiful. It's true. Hi, everyone. It's Abby, one of the roomies from the Other Room podcast show. Join us on this ride as we navigate life as women in the modern society. You're in for a bit of everything. Feminism, relationships, a bit of politics, a bit of humor, celebrating the efforts of women, past and present, and more. Check out all our episodes on listentogcr.com. And our show is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, let's move to the next segment. Um... Next segment is the tweet of the week, and we are going to take a tweet from African <clears throat> Fact Zone at African Propaganda. Propaganda. Nah, see, Smiley, you guess what to talk about this account. I know, so you guess what to talk about. That account is being run by Ghanaian. It's being run by Ghanaian. They've probably been sponsored by the governments who just spread propaganda like my thing because i don't understand how every day they are just hyping ghana you see you do it's like clockwork and whenever the government is in a bad zone eh, that's when you see them come and drop some statistic about ghana any single time um let's take one of their tweets um this is a tweet and i read british airways announced they will move their london to accra flight from Heathrow airport to Gatwick. I hope I said it right. Gatwick Airport. Yeah. Ghana responded by telling British Airways it will land in Kumasi over 100 miles away from Accra and stood its ground. British Airways has revoked their plan. When this tweet came up, a lot of people were talking about how, you know, because Britain is a superpower to Ghana, like they can push us over and like how Ghana has to be a ground and yeah, arise Ghana youth like we are strong people. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> we are not joking here, an eye for an eye, blah blah blah. And Smiley Smiley basically threw all those comments into the gutter by saying that this is actually hilarious. So we are giving him the floor to explain to us why the tweet actually is outrageous. So Smiley, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do I even start? First of all, the threat 
itself it's it, it's very ridiculous in the first place moving uh, moving the airline to Kumasi because in the first place I don't even know where to start I, first of all I feel like it was probably like a joke or something that one of our people in power made or something and it got uh, carried on and on and suddenly people started taking it like it was true at least that's what I'm hoping but from what I've heard in other places apparently it was actually suggested which shows you that the people even making the decisions they themselves don't know what they're talking about because in the first place um, Kumasi Airport the runway length is around last time I checked the runway length was around 1,900 meters Okay. For British Airways, the aircraft they bring, they bring, they come with a Boeing seven four seven. Every okay. L, every every aircraft has like a minimum runway length that they require to land on, so you can't just land on any yeah. kind of runway. And Kumasi is one thousand nine hundred. A seven four seven would need at least three thousand six hundred meters to land on. <laughs> oh wow! So okay. in the first place, they can't even land there with their plane in the first place. For you okay. to even bring that up, uh, there's a lot I would like. Uh, I would have liked to say about the people making those decisions and things. But <laughs> I guess we'll try, so I'll leave that one. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, but, we know. Yeah. Say, we know. Say, be free of mind, but like Charlie, we want your welfare too. So <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Exactly. And the thing too is that they they are um, they don't they don't even have the power to just move you to a different airport or different region or whatever just like that because the airline makes the decision where they want to land you just offer them the space it's like it's like you have a shop and someone comes to say they want to rent a shop space and Mm -hmm. you just show them uh, you show the person all your shop spaces that you have and then the person picks the one that they like oh okay so if you have available spaces here and here they can choose that okay i'm taking this one if they don't like the ones you've offered them to, they can choose not to take it at all. True. So, it's like, the way it works, an airline would apply for a slot, a particular time slot. That is That probably helps their network wherever they are connecting to or anything. So, for example, maybe you apply for 8 p.m. Then the airport says, okay, yes, uh, maybe 8 p.m. is taken, but we can give you 8.15 at this, uh, at this time. So the thing is, you you don't dictate to them. It's not like you're dictating to them. It's like a negotiation thing when it comes to the slots. But as for picking where to land, which airport to go to, that one is totally the airport, the airline's decision. So they can just, or you can say, okay, yes, we are moving you to Kumasi. They can go to Kumasi, look at the runway, look at the facilities over there, and say, okay, it doesn't meet our standards, so we are not going there. But you can't force them to go there when it doesn't meet. And apart from the runway issue, there's also, there's also um, the issue of, um, what do you call it? There are, there are these companies at every airport that you call ground handlers. If you go to, if you're traveling, you probably see, if you're traveling to, to Kotoka, you probably see um, buses and, you know, those um, staircases and movable staircases and things on the airside. Uh, with avians written on them, oh, men's yeah. written on them, Swiss sports written on them. Yeah, they are ground handlers. 
basically they provide those services for their staircases they usually clean the aircrafts for the airlines they um, do the empty the airlines the lavatory services that kind of thing they do a lot the regional airports in ghana none of them have a ground handling service and it's one of the requirements you need for an airline to go to an airport if they are if they are not there you can't force them to go because for example with the hard flights that they do in tamale what happens is that because it wasn't the airline's decision to actually go to uh, tamale for hajj purposes it was actually more of a political decision because somebody wanted to win votes in the north so they decided that they were going to um, take some of the hajj flights to tamale so there are some that happen in Accra and there are some that happens in tamale so um, first of all for that to happen they even had to expand the tamale runway so they extended the runway, which was around 2,200 meters at a time, to 3,600. So on the side, Tamale is the only other airport that can take a 747 in Ghana. Okay. So it would have been, it would have probably been, it would have been less ridiculous if they had said they were moving the flights to Tamale, because at least their airports can take a 747, even though there are other issues that would probably hinder that one i'll probably get to it so what happens with hajj every year is that um the one of the ground handlers that's avians the airport pays them to move their equipment to tamale for them to be able to um facilitate their flights basically so the staircases the lavatory services all those things you have to move them all by road and the amount is crazy i can't mention the amount but it's a crazy amount so for for you to even bring up this threat in the first place it's it's more of an inconvenience to you than it is to them because even on the other hand too even the terminal building too there all these things all come into play the terminal building has to be a certain size for you to be able to process a certain number of passengers um, at a group so, for example, when they were building Terminal 3, they were saying over and over, the terminal can handle 1,250 passengers per hour. It can handle 1,250 passengers per hour. All these things come into play when you are considering um, how many, which airlines can fly into an airport. Because you can't just fly into any airport at all. All these things have to be considered. And um, the... Tamale and Kumasi terminals probably can't even handle the numbers that Ontis Airways would bring. So, like, there, I could go on and on. There are like plenty of things. In fact, you could, you could, you could even take, for example, the um, the immigration system because there are no, um, they don't have enough. I, I don't think they even have immigration officers as Kumasi. If they have, they are even probably very limited you probably need a large number you'd have to move a large number of immigration officers over there for them to be able to process the flights you'd have to move a large number of customs officers you'd have to move a large number of um, the other people that you don't really see when you go to the airports but they are there like bni nakob all those people you'd have to move all those people so 
the number of people you'd have to move over there, the type of construction work you'd have to do over there to be able to accommodate them. Because even Kumasi, it wouldn't even be possible to extend their runway beyond what, beyond a certain um, length. Because I think the way the the land is over there, I think there's a there's a big depression on one of the ends, so you can't extend this beyond a certain level. So it's not even it's not even possible. Generally, <laughs> like it's not possible for them to land there. So it's like saying. Um, I don't have space in my garage, so I'm going to park your car. You, like you've gone to a, a, a beachside restaurant or something, you've gone to Sandbox, and they say they don't have space in their car park, so they are going to park your. You can go and park your car on the sea, or something. It's not possible. Yeah, it's not possible. <laughs> it's, so it's, it's a possible. it's a very ridiculous thing. So for whoever made the threat, the person probably didn't know much about the airport industry. The person probably just. Was talking out oh of God. his ass. Was just... <laughs> yeah, that was the only way I see. The person was just talking out of his ass. Yeah, yeah. just trying to say something because you can't. You can't. If if you are being serious, British Airways holds yeah. all the cards. I know Ghanaians. I know Ghanaians like to um, over. I wouldn't say overestimate, but we we rate ourselves very highly. In, yeah, in we the eyes of yeah, because yeah, we feel like yeah, we we bring them a lot of business, and the flights are always full, so they need that. That's that's true. They bring the the flights are always full. We are we are good, we are good markets for them, but we are not among their top markets. They can survive without us, but we can't survive without them because for the actually considering how much damage covid has brought to the airport industry and in general and everything there are probably like four three or four major airlines that you need them to keep coming because if one of them pulls out or something it will be very disastrous and british airways is one of them and they have other markets that would keep them going even though they made very huge losses and the huge losses are the reason why they wanted to move the flights or they are moving the flights from okay. Hito to Gatu. Because what happened was the as you said, the Africa Facts Zone tweet, they said they've they've cancelled the decision or whatever. They didn't cancel the decision. What they did was more or less like a postponement. Mm-hmm. So it would, it will happen. It's just that it will it would happen in the next window. The yeah. the airline um, the airline schedule window is split into winter schedules and yeah. summer schedules. So, um, winter starts from, I think, is it around September? September to March or something. And then the summer is from April to August. Something around, along those lines. So, what they were planning on doing was to move their um, flights in this current summer window. But um, after they 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 were they were, they, did, they did, had a lot of meetings with um, the Ministry of Aviation and all those other people they had, mm-hmm. and it was more like them pleading mm-hmm. and begging. So when they come out and you come and see that you threaten them and <laughs> they change their mind, and blah blah blah. It's like I owe you money. It's like I owe you money, and I come and beg you that oh Charlie. 
force for me or just make, make a pay next month. Then you come and tell everybody that, oh, the money is if you know if you collect them. Me, Charlie, I know go pay them. Like, like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's something yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. Because they've not canceled the decision. It's, as of now, it's still going to happen. <laughs> it's just that they've postponed it to September. So it's still going to come on. So even the tweets in the first place is forced on every on yeah. every level you can think of. It's, it's just yeah. forced. True. It's, it's I think that make sense. I think that I cannot get why you were you quoted a tweet and you said it was very hilarious because even with like the initial factors you said, they wouldn't be able to take the plane to Kumase, so they can't go. Exactly. So like the same example you gave, they cannot go, and then you instead of you telling them that because your facilities are not enough for them, you try and, because of propaganda, make it like, oh, he said you should go. And I said, then you to go. And, and now I said, that, <laughs> I said that I can't go and you have rescinded the decision. So yeah, I think it, it sort of bears back to what we said. It's a, prop- it's a propaganda account. And Maya, do you have anything? I mean, I mean for me, no, but like, I'm, I just don't know why Again, obviously because I do work in the aviation industry, I don't know why they would want to move from like Heathrow to Gatwick. So I get I get why the Ghanaian government would want to again make it seem like they are doing everything they can to save their citizens in quotes. But yeah, I'm just going to, I just wanna see how it will turn out because if Smiley says that there's something that they are postponing, like I can't wait for the Apple, I can't wait for the memes, I can't wait for the these people deceived us, all those things. But I just can't wait to see how it all unfolds because at the end of the day, that decision is an important decision that will affect a lot of like Ghanaian plans. So I'm just curious to see how it will go. But that account, such a propaganda account. <laughs> the reason the reason why they were moving from Hito to Gatsu is basically is basically money. It's a money issue. Because also every airport comes with the charges, different charges for different yeah. for the airlines. So, for example, when the airline lands, yeah. they pay a landing fee. They pay a light if you if you land in the night, you pay hey. a landing fee. <laughs> you pay if when you park, you pay a parking fee. Like wow. there are a whole number of fees and charges that you pay as an airline for for every airport you land at. So, Gatwick, from what I heard, I. From what, or that, that's probably the likely thing that was happening. Gatwick was probably offering them a better package oh, okay. than Heathrow, so they would have saved. They so they will save more money by landing at Gatwick instead of Heathrow. So and also, it would probably even translate into cheaper tickets. B will not give us, us cheaper tickets, please. Just forget about that. B A D are such a trash <laughs> airline. I love you guys though, but they are very expensive. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's, it's 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 possible. It's it's something that is possible. It could, it's something that could happen. I, I don't think. I don't think so. It's also you, you can't. You shouldn't write it off because they are not. They are not as bad as they. They also think about you post post war. I mean, they changed their air, their aircraft they were bringing not too long ago after years of complaints. It's the yeah. I, I don't, I don't yeah, trust no, them. I don't trust bad. humans in general. So a big corporation is not going to see this one. But as I said, like I, 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 I can't wait to see how it unfolds. So if it means like lesser, like flights, you know, 
things, then that's good. But B, B, oh, no, 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 no. And even one more thing. If you ask yourself the threats, generally, who who is going to get the shorter end of the stick? Because if you move your flies to Kumasi, assuming all the hurdles have mentioned, yeah. all the obstacles didn't exist, and they were able to go to Kumasi, who is it going to be worse for Angel really sending yeah. the flies to Kumasi? You are inconveniencing your people more than you are inconveniencing yeah. them. Because for yeah, them, true. all they would have to do is just move their staff, their few yeah. staff they have in Accra to Kumasi. Yeah. And that's, that's probably it. It's not, there's not much else they would have to do on their end. Because the airlines in general don't have plenty staff at in the in the different countries in the first place they do all those things yeah. through the ground handlers so one of the things that the ground handlers also does is they handle the they also handle the ticketing and all those things so when you're checking in and all those things it's the ground handling company staff that do it it's not the airline staff so they don't have a lot of staff in the country to begin with so they just have to move probably less than less than 15 staff or 20 less than 20 staff to commerce that one it's it's an inconvenience, but it's not something that can't be done. But you, or every time you are traveling, you now have to pick Africa World <laughs> to Kumasi before, <laughs> before you can catch your flight to Gatwick. And from Gatwick, yeah. you're not going to connect to Hito. To Hito, true, true. So true, who are you inconveniencing if you're doing this? Yeah, it's like I you're guess. giving your people yeah. double punishment. Yeah, yeah. That's Charlie. Thanks for explaining this so much for us. And yeah, propaganda people always propaganda people. They would always skew the information to suit their rhetoric. Charlie, I'm sure that the person is aware no, of come this. No, the but person yeah, is not aware. You forgot. No, I, I sometimes feel like, like the person is not. Because we see this all the time. You put people who are not competent in big positions. And the people who really know. If this is a Ghana thing. And the people who really know. Uh, in the lower position, so a person, a big person, can go and spew mm-hmm. nonsense on TV or on radio or something. Yeah, exactly. They do but they don't day. know exactly what's going on on the ground, or they are not aware of the flight, no, or they don't even true. know the ins and outs. So, me personally, I do. I think that the person doesn't know. If the person knows it, then really, truly, like you have no hope. Like, please expose yourself. You said it exactly how it is. You said it exactly how it is. Yeah. People just don't know. They don't have any experience with what they are working with, but they have to talk, so they talk. But I'm not like, when Smiley was experienced, like immediately he mentioned thousand something, but what is it, whatever you mentioned, I just, it's a, I don't know. Like, the math is not my thing. The math is really not my thing. Like, I really don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I could get it in terms of area, but like, everything else was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was speaking. He was speaking about maybe the length of the airplane in terms of like landing and the speed of no, landing. Are that, these are the uh, things yeah. that they ask in BEC. If the length is this, and then the the the, the, the airplane is this, how many whatever does it? I was just like, it's this. But I I wow. like that he explained it because like we always like come and like talk and like be very like we carry so much emotion on twitter and like social media in general but we don't know exactly what's going on so it's nice that like people get to understand at least now when i got back you guys 
uh, in school on Monday. That's what I'm waiting for. You guys, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> this is what I learned. You see, and that's one of the reasons why. That's one of the yeah. reasons why I didn't want to see it on the TL. Because, you know, as you said, people carry a lot of emotions and stuff. So people will come and say you are a hater. We've yes. done. Gunner's done yes. something. And you are part proud. of the people. You are not. You, you are, are part of the people that was talking to Kuma when he said he wanted to achieve independence. <laughs> you are part <laughs> of the people. But it's true. We need to be realistic about certain things. Yeah. We want to go into our final segment for the episode. What be your mind and ask Smiley about why flying around African countries is so expensive bro like those those flights are very expensive and i've always like wondered when flights are prices are going to come down because it's literally just from here to nigeria it's like an hour to hour talk journey so why is that more expensive than maybe from here to somewhere outside africa i'm guessing it looks like today I've come here as an angel of doom because it's only bad news that I've come to do. As for it's, oh, oh. <laughs> it's okay, stop, don't continue, <laughs> don't continue. Okay, stop, man, stop, stop, stop. We are finished, we are finished. Pause, pause, pause. He's just an angel of doom. I'm like, bro, he just became one of the horsemen of death. Like, he just got, <laughs> ah, you see the way we all said, who, like. Just killed our hope, eh? As for the prices coming down, it is not happening anytime soon. It's not, it's because the problems are plenty. There are too many problems. As as you are even saying right now, let me just give you some perspective. For example, um, you said um, if you're talking about how expensive Nigerian flights are. The last yeah. time I checked, a flight from um, a return ticket to Lagos. It was around 2,200 cities. True. A return ticket. Yeah, expensive. I'm sorry, huh? 2,200. To be honest, is COVID wow. has also played a part in all this. Because pre-COVID, it was probably around 1,000, less than 1,500, which is still a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's, mm-hmm. it's better than 2,000. It's like $360. Yeah. Wow. And, um, That's crazy. And for and if you and the thing too is that the the irony is that it's probably cheaper to fly to Europe than it is to fly to even your neighboring your neighboring countries. True. <laughs> you, you can for even that two thousand two hundred, you can probably get a ticket to um, to to Portugal for for less than that. Uh-huh. So the reasons are plenty. One of them. Obvious reason tax. Every ticket, every airline ticket comes with a special tax. It's called the airport passenger service charge (APS). So, basically, it's like that's this that charge is supposed to go to the airport. That's what you are paying. You are basically paying for the maintenance of facilities and all those things. Generally, Africa has higher um, airport service charges than any other continent wow. and ghana in particular we have i think i think ghana has the highest airport service charge it has the top 10 no, no surprise. we have among we, i think we are in the top 10 in the world in the world in the world because for, and we only have one terminal for for flights, we have five. For flights outside west africa is hundred dollars per ticket 
And then, okay. Yeah. So for every ticket you buy, you know that hundred dollars of it is just tax. Just just hundred dollars wow. automatically. So your your ticket is never going below hundred dollars to anywhere because that one alone is the charge. Yes, you know, man, your industry is smelling. What is this? See the way if you're in the UK, you can fly to France for like less than fifty dollars in things. It can never happen because your tax alone is hundred dollars. Yeah. And wow. so the tax for um uh, tickets outside West Africa is hundred dollars. And then the for tickets within um, West Africa is around sixty dollars, I think. Not even fifty. <laughs> 60. And it's not at the moment. It it wouldn't be possible to reduce it. In fact, they are, if they had their own, we would probably increase it. But it wouldn't be possible to reduce it. Mainly for, uh, I think, the amount it was has been because of the building of Terminal Three and everything. The money has to be paid back somehow. So all those things you can't really touch. You can't really touch it. I can't really go to it, but basically you can't really touch the money. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> so yeah, the wow, the taxes, the taxes are very high. Plus, the operating costs for the airports. Generally, airports. The reason why airports are expensive and even more so in Africa is that the kind of costs that you have to pay for, there are no costs that you can um, you can reduce or you can run away from. You have to pay it. For example, you can't say that in the night when there are no airlines landing, you turn off your lights, your runway lights, and, yeah. and wait for L. You have to. It has to be on. <laughs> the prepaid go finish. Yeah. <laughs> you can. You can. You, you can't say that when there's no there's no um, airline landing between three o'clock and five o'clock, you turn off the lights in the terminal to cut to save money. You can't do. Money. You can't do that. So. There are plenty costs in addition to the maintenance and everything. Maintenance costs at airports in general, it's it's super high. And maintenance and bills, you know, you still have to pay your electricity bills, water bills. And if you look at the size of Terminal 3, you look at the size of Terminal 2, just try and picture how much electricity bills you are going to be paid a month. All those things have to be paid for somehow. When yeah. obviously you have to, it can only be transferred to the passengers because the airline is the, the airport isn't going to carry it's going to carry that cost. Yeah. Then, in addition to the low demand, even though the low demand, you don't know whether it's a chicken before oh, the no, head. No, no, the, no, this is very disheartening. <laughs> you you, you, demand, can, you yeah, can't tell yeah. whether it's a chicken <laughs> before the egg thing or it's an egg before the chicken because you don't know whether if the prices were cheaper, people would travel more. So, it's you, you can't really tell until it happens but yeah africans generally don't travel between africa so because it's expensive yeah and the thing too is that <laughs> the, the the airline the airline industry too, and not i don't think it's only because it's expensive but i think africans generally in terms of tourism if you had a choice you'd rather go outside africa than within africa yeah but as you said, maybe it's because it's expensive. It was cheaper. It might be different. But we can't tell yeah. until it happens. So, yeah. the low demand and the airport industry is is, a, is more of a supply and demand industry than almost any other industry. Because you can see prices changing before, before your very eyes just based on demand. You can reserve a ticket today yeah. and it's $1,000. 
and then they tell you that you have about 24 hours or 48 hours to pay if you don't do that within that yeah. time and you try and reserve the same tickets again the price would have gone up to 1500 because maybe the demand yeah. has gone high yeah. Yeah. and the thing too is that yeah so the thing is that the low demand is uh, is a huge problem because if if you are able to fill your if you are able to fill your plane all the time you'd be able to spread the cost across everybody because they, they as for the plane there is going to use a, a certain amount of fuel no matter how many people are sitting inside the, mm-hmm. the money has to be recouped somehow so obviously they're going to pass it on to the passenger and it's a funny thing in the airline industry because if there are too many people who want who are like there's too much demand for a particular flight the tickets might go might go up because there's plenty of competition for the tickets. And if the ticket there's very little demand to, it might also go up again because the cost has to be spread across somehow and they have to save money somehow. So it's a very, it's a very fine balance that they need to find in the whole mm. scheme of things. Wow. So wow. the demand too is also a very major, major reason because the the flights within africa mm-hmm. apart from uh, there's a reason why the ghana to nigeria uh, route is so relatively cheap it's relatively cheaper than the others i think it's even cheaper to fly to nigeria than it is to fly to togo yeah. that's because the, <laughs> because the the <laughs> the amount of passenger traffic between ghana and nigeria it's is huge it's huge that's why even before covid at one point there were probably like seven or eight flights a day between ghana and nigeria right now it's gone down but still that's another thing and then there's also other issues like more of like governmental issues and things like Africans, we don't. We know. We know. I'm going to that detail, safe because you know what? Come on, it's like I have to. I have to dip out of this country. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? No, hey. no, there's this. This one is actually. I just want to mention this one because this one is also another very important thing, and that's the government protecting. They like to protect their territory, in the sense that you are supposed to give. If you give other airlines more freedom to fly into your country and other countries, for example, there's this thing they call fit freedom rights, and that's the right to, for example, fly from Ghana, pick passengers in Togo, drop them in Nigeria, and then pick ni- passengers from Nigeria again, and then take them back to Ghana. That's what you call fit freedom rights. So it makes things cheaper because you are even if your flight in Ghana, for example, isn't full. You can pick passengers from Togo uh, to supplement it, and then take them to uh, to Nigeria. So Nigeria. It all adds up. Yeah. So in the end, by the time you are getting to Nigeria, the flight is full of both Ghanaians and uh, Togolese. Uh, That's the thing. And most, it's not common in uh, between the African countries at all. They, are, oh. they would rather give it to the foreign airlines, the European carriers, the the KLMs, and the. Um, British Airways and uh, even Emirates and all those people. Wow. But when it comes to doing it for your own fellow Africans, it's a problem. Okay, well, so that's also another <laughs> major thing. Because if they were allowing more air travel between their countries in that particular format, 
it would help a lot with the um, oh, okay. tickets and everything. Yes, at this stage, what you are saying is that we have to get somebody who would come and disrupt that industry. You see, you see, if it was a one-country thing, you'd have you'd be able to see lights at the end of the tunnel. But mm. it's something that has to be done across all. Like you have to unite. You see, we always preach Africa unity. Africa unity. We are the one continent. Every time you are talking about Africa unity, <laughs> every day doing songs about Africa unity, all those things. But we are the most divided continent. You never hear anything, any of these things from Europe. But they are the most united when it comes to supporting each other and all the, these type of things. So that's why between Europe and all these things, the tickets are very cheap. It's all part of the reason. So as yeah. the thing is that it has to be a thing that comes from the African Union probably. That's pushed yeah, by the African Union. It has Union to be a, a consensual <laughs> So that you be able to get everybody on board. In addition yeah, to the, yeah. getting even more airlines, even though the airlines for me, I don't think having national airlines is a good idea in these parts because Charlie. Yeah, some way. Oh, oh it's, yeah, it's, people will drop money. It's like we, we we just don't know how to money. All the African, the national, this thing, airlines in Africa, most of them operate at a loss. South African Airways, that everybody thought that yeah, they have the branding, they have the name. They are the ones that went bankrupt last year. Probably wow. the only one that is really doing well, well, I could see is Ethiopian Airlines. Yeah. Kenya Airways, so they make a lot of losses. One day, all those people, wow. yeah, they are either making losses or just breaking even. But <sighs> African unity. Every day we they make noise. Um, then we are the next um, country. Oh. We are kings and queens. Watch out for Africa. Watch out for Africa. Hey, you people. <laughs> It'd be like either I for work hard and get my money up. So that when I'm 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 going for these flights, you're not gonna hurt me because at this point there, yeah. smiley thing is never happening. Yeah, that means a hundred years matter. If, if it's going to happen, there has to be a very huge miracle. Like your leaders just have to wake up one day and just suddenly have sense because that one day. L-O-L. <laughs> yeah. L-O-L. For no reason at all, they just wake up one day and decide to start using their brains. But till then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, a lot of people would want to like travel. Like people, like a lot of youngins, millennials, Gen Z, yeah. but Charlie, mm. why should you pay $1,000 for a ticket to Kenya? Kenya. Ow. No. And that's why people are traveling to Dubai because it's even cheaper to go to Dubai have like a week this exactly. one in Dubai than going to like you know, a country somewhere a else a ticket to Kenya um, you, you can go Africa. and sleep in it to cover your hotel your transport everything to Dubai that's why everybody's going to Dubai, to Dubai. It's, it's, it's just common sense oh you are our leaders if you are listening to this wise up wise up oh, we are tired Wake up, wake up, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> the hotel's too expensive. The end of the <laughs> Look at that. Hopefully, I mean, things change. Maybe what Smiley said, one leader will decide to have sense and there will suddenly be hope for the future. But for now, mm-hmm. yeah, to our listeners, if you want to travel within Africa, which I know a lot of people want to do because it's a nice experience, you better start saving up now. 
because it is cost. <laughs> it is cost, but and even right now it's more expensive than any other time in history because of COVID. COVID has caused so many problems. Airports are struggling. They need money. Airlines are also collapsing left and right. Everybody needs money, so travel is very expensive right now. In addition to the COVID tests you have to do and all those things, Charlie. Yeah, I forgot. There's that too. Hey, Charlie, don't be Okay, as I said, God save us. Yeah, you've come to the end of the segment. My, <laughs> my, <laughs> Charlie, hope no day, hope no day. <laughs> See, I think that everybody has checked out mentally. Like, because this thing is stress. But yeah, uh, we've come to the end of the episode. Smiley, thank you for coming on our um Thank you. On our podcast to give us all this resource information. Maya, are you going to go on there for like this? Um, no, I was just even about to say you should not expect me at after the whistle for any sort of okay. sports. Like now nah, because you're saying is I'm coming to invite you for everybody to hear. Look, yeah. let me tell you, it's it's not happening. I don't think I've told Komo this before. Look, I hate sports this thing that when you used to wake me up early in the morning to go jogging or even swimming, I will pretend like I'm working with everybody. When they look in front, then I'll pass the bath and come back wow. to my room and sleep. Wow. So the sports, no. It's not even that I'm not interested. I don't like it. I'm going to tell everybody, like all my listeners on After the Whistle, that's Maya of Free Your Mind said she hates sports and she hates sports fans please, and sports I did fans not don't say, have sense I did, we waste please, our time I, I with sports you we'll come and gang please, up in your mentions please, please I beg you please eh. is, let's just say I'm ignorant I don't know anything I don't know about the leagues I don't know about the whatever the tennis I don't know anything even the swimming car I don't know yeah. you, you hear from me you hear from yeah, me we'll come. <laughs> but yeah Charlie thanks again for coming um, it's really appreciated. It's we've, I think that there's been a lot of things that I've learned. I didn't know a lot of things yeah. before we started this episode. Like right now, a lot of things is making sense to me. I mean, I'm sad because there's no hope, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we move regardless. So um, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you another episode. Bye bye. Bye. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. Not to carry lies Manifest the God with the funny laugh Bad man tin till I retire Tell a low life make you reach higher Know they hear when they talk child No see my style make them hostile Up five nil before halftime Tell a bench player make it pitch I don't have time Tell them I go go